Hello, my name is Darren from HGJ.tax. So today I want to talk about the, the situation with FTX, uh, but not from a, a technical point of view. I'm not going to talk about crypto or anything like that. I'm just going to talk about the treatment of losses, uh, the unfortunate treatment of losses for those who may be exposed to the U.S. tax system and also exposed to, to FTX. Now, again, this is not tax advice. What, what I'm hoping to do is try to, you know, present some of the, the ideas and the concepts that you want to keep in mind as you speak to your chosen tax professional. So, so that really is, is, is a takeaway here. So um, I'm recording this in mid-December, so December 15, uh, 2022. And I think it was yesterday that we got news that SBF was indeed arrested. It was a sealed indictment and he was arrested. It reminds me of BitMEX, which is uh, another exchange where the founder was subject to a sealed indictment and he was US exposed as well. But anyway, we're not going to talk about that. What we're going to just going to talk about is it is that it has been a challenging year. It's been a challenging year for everyone in this space. The winter is here, not winter is coming, winter is here. So here in Singapore, we had three hours capital. Uh, there was Voyager, there's Celsius, there's Terra Luna, or Terra Luna is also in Singapore. BlockFi. So a, a lot has been happening, but uh, at least within my e ecosystem with, with clients, colleagues, FTX impacted a lot of people, definitely over a million people and a lot of people in my ecosystem were impacted. So the conversation is happening, you know, how are those losses going to be treated? So here, here we go. Let's, let's, let's talk about the, the key ideas being thrown around. So if you remember another huge um, scandal, Bernie made off. Uh, as a result of that, this is in the, I think it was around early 2000, so probably 2007, 2008, somewhere around that. The, the IRS issued Revenue Procedure 2009-9 and Revenue Procedure 2009-20. So I, I think those are the key ones. So that kind of helped uh, guide U.S. exposed U.S. taxpayers and how to report uh, the amount and the timing of loss, losses from Ponzi schemes. So, uh, in particular, 2009-20 provided a safe harbor method for the computation and the claiming of that loss. But of course, is this a Ponzi scheme? Is it? You know, I, I think I don't think there's been a verdict as yet. So maybe, maybe not. We see. Uh, another idea being thrown around is protective claims. There are ways, and speak to your tax advisors, that taxpayers can also file protective refund claims. So this kind of pre preserves the right to claim a refund. Uh, when the refund depends on future events, because we don't know what's happening right now. So there's a lot of uncertainty. So, you know, it may be an option to consider as part of your overall tax strategy in dealing with your losses. And then a lot depends on the status of uh, Sam Bankman fried you know, his legal status. What is his legal status? And that may have an impact on how those FTX losses may be treated from a tax point of view. Because as, as you would no doubt be aware, the IRS no longer allows a deduction for personal, personal casualty and theft losses. So that disappeared with the Tax Cut and Jobs Act from 2017 under President Trump. So there are exceptions, of course, uh, in, in the case of qualified disasters and from the theft of investment property as well. So anyway, we need to qualify what is an investment theft loss. And in order for us to really have a basis for for that for pursuing that the sbf would have to be indicted for fraud embezzlement or similar statutes under federal state law which has happened it was a sealed indictment as we know yesterday and but you know it's not just that 
and he has to either admit guilt or uh, or have his assets frozen by a court order. Maybe that will happen. Maybe as I finish recording this, I'll check online and it would be in the news, but we need to look at that. Or whether, well, unfortunately, unfortunately if, if he were to pass away and therefore no charges were, uh, you know, eventually charges have to disappear because he, he would have passed away. So yeah, we need to look at what happens in that situation to see whether the investment theft loss basis has any standing. Now, some people say just write it off, right? Because the IRS does allow a claim for worthless securities. But if you, I mean, if you can't claim a Ponzi investment loss, can you write off crypto as a worthless security? I mean, is it a security or is it, you know, because the, the IRS treats cryptocurrency and stocks uh, like stocks and other capital assets. And more importantly, the SEC really hasn't classified crypto as a security. So meaning you can try, but there's a chance that the IRS wouldn't allow you to write off frozen or unsold crypto as worthless. It's, it's just a gray area. There's uncertainty we don't know. And there's also a chance that, hey, you write it off, but FTX crypto, uh, at least the deposit holders, those that used it to, to hold, to store their crypto, they can recover something. Even if it's pennies on the dollar, they may get something back. So if you claim it's worthless today, and what happens if you do get something back, right? So are we going to be forced to wait until the bankruptcy court goes through its process? Uh, that could take months, that could take years. There's a lot of uncertainty there, right? There's also the, the point of view of abandoned securities, right? Uh, this, uh, this idea of an abandonment loss. Uh, and again, to do that, you as a taxpayer would need to permanently surrender and relinquish all rights in the security and receive nothing in exchange for it. But again, the same thing. Is it a security? What if you get something? Yeah. But anyway, the, the point is, what is the takeaway from this? And I'm sorry if you came hoping for advice, but I made it clear this is not advice. What, I, what I've been seeking to do is throw in some concepts that you can use to engage with your advisors on, on this. And and first step you, you're probably going to want to do once the tax season opens at the end of January is file for an extension. But bear in mind when you get an extension from the Internal Revenue Service, and this is particularly important for those outside of the US, which would be uh, those within my ecosystem, my clients. Uh, the, the important thing to, to keep in mind is that you, when you get an extension, it's an extension of time to file, not time to pay. And I, I know this is really important for those who are hoping to offset this loss against gains. And so it may create uh, issues around cash flow. I get that. But Payments, generally speaking, payments are still due mid-April. So even though you have an automatic extension to mid-June and we can, or you can work with your advisors to get uh, an extension of time to file till mid-October, payments are still due mid-April. So that, that needs to be factored into your analysis. Uh, so eventually treatment depends on a number of issues, as mentioned, uh, as mentioned previously. Also, whether you have, whether you're an investor. So a lot of my conversation has been around investors, but many of you are traders. So obviously as a trader, there'll be completely, uh, there'll be a nuance to that as well. And you can speak to your advisors that, about that. And then some of you have been trading using onshore vehicles and some of you have been using BVI and other offshore vehicles as well. Uh, there, are, there are implications to that, you know, around the mark to market regime and stuff like that. Speak to your advisors, speak to your advisors. So I think that given the scope of this, I wouldn't be surprised if the IRS obviously is working hard on this to, to give us some sort of guidance, hopefully by March, fingers crossed, so we'll get it done in time for April.
But in the meantime, file for an extension, speak to your advisors, and stay close to your advisors. Hope that helps. So if you're a six, seven, or eight-figure investor, entrepreneur, or business owner who needs a tailor-made solution from a qualified team of professionals, we can help you achieve the international lifestyle, the freedom, and even the tax savings you're looking for. Visit us at htj.tax and live that international life.